What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello. Good morning, friend. I am also happy to see our friend, Mr. Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. How's it going over there, Phil? It's going. Can we please begin the show with your NMLS number, please? NMLS 23810. Three company on MLS eight zero three zero nine five an equal housing lender. Every time I start doing my gardening, Mimi, I think of you because I did wait. I did, you know. I'm going to tell everybody out there because we were pounding on you specifically, Mimi, and I just kind of. Uh, verbally co-signed it when we're doing no mo may no mo may no mo may and so i do think i have done a good job of uh collecting my pollinators i still got my bees and everything out there my milkweed is still in the back of the yard so that'll stay there so i'm doing that and i actually my lawn looks better that's what we told everybody out there like leave it alone leave it Let alone. It, leave it alone for a little bit it'll yeah. be okay in the drought exactly when you've got all of the natural stuff and mm-hmm. the weeds you mm-hmm. know they just do better right, right exactly they're like ah you know i'm a little thirsty but i'll do all right but phil's over right. there scratching his arm and twitching and all kind of stuff <laughs> going what uh, whatever <laughs> phil <laughs> you'll be okay right. phil phil has a garden I do have a garden. Yes. Yeah, three raised what you... beds. Nice. I've probably collected mm, two thousand tomatoes this year already, <laughs> and I've got, I'm waiting for my beets and my my carrots to get ready. Now. Very nice. I saw some fancy like colored carrots that I almost decided I was going to plant. Maybe next year. I've got those. Yeah, the purple ones. Yeah, and... some purple ones. I saw some red ones. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have any rabbits? I do have rabbits. Okay. Uh, I like the rabbits. I think that I've cultivated a good home for them, but they did eat up some of my plants. Okay, yeah. But I'm okay with that because I'm like, I'd rather have the rabbits and they weren't expensive plants. So exactly. I'll live with it. Yeah, I'll exactly. live with it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, folks, I've got some showing activity mm-hmm. uh, information I'd like to share. Um, so we're going to go by price range okay. of what happened last week versus the week, the very same week last year in 22. Um, so the does anybody want to take a guess? Oh, Miss Shannon, let you okay. guess. Okay. All right. Which price bracket had the most showings? And we're going from zero. So, for instance, two hundred to two fifty, two fifty to three hundred, three hundred to four hundred, four hundred to five hundred, five hundred to six. Mm. Any Which idea? Had, so before, uh, I'm going to say three hundred to four hundred. 300 to 400. It's like you're psychic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. I also listen to you and I'm all like, there's not a lot under that. All so right. it's got to be in that. All right. Yeah. So, I think the what the area median purchase price right now is something like 370. 370. Mm-hmm. Okay. So week ending 8-13-23, we had 5,845 showings in the price bracket of 300 to three ninety nine. Okay. Anybody want to take a, a guess at what was the next busiest price bracket? Hmm. What were my options again? Uh, two hundred to two fifty, two fifty to three hundred, four hundred to four, to five hundred. I'm gonna say four to five. Okay. You're close. Mm-hmm. The second busiest was the two fifty to two ninety nine price bracket. Okay. I and I'll tell you why because there's just not that many of them left. That's what I think. Kind of like dinosaurs. Yeah. Yes. We had three thousand seven hundred. Uh, make sure I'm looking at the right. No. Mm-hmm. We had five. 
3,123 showings in the price bracket 250 to 299. Because we're definitely saying that if we're looking at that price, that's your starter starter home. Where no, when we two, said that those people are going, hey, you want a perfect house? This is not your perfect house. Yes, but also you see a lot of townhomes in that price bracket okay. mm-hmm. and a lot of condos that are still available in that price bracket. 250 to 400 is predominantly your first time home buyer. Okay. Okay. And then our third most active was the 100 99 and below that had 3,374 showings last last week um the 400 to 500 coming in strong at just a little over 3,000 showings last week um and then we start to kind of table out a little bit from 500 to the 800 and then we pick up again at the million plus really yes interesting 2,193 showings in the 1 million plus category um, so, aspirations. I'm I am you not what, that person, but one of these days I'm gonna be that person. I'm gonna be like, Mimi, go show me this million dollar house. We're just gonna go. I'm gonna go We're putting it out there right yes, now. Yes, I'm like, you, that's how you manifest uh, it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I will be while you and I are still friends and you still are real. So I got to do this kind of quick because I want you to be able to retire at a normal age. No, <laughs> not like, I don't want you to be 95 out there going, I finally made it, Mimi. Show me this house. <laughs> yes. Miss no. Shannon, we better meet Monday at your house. I'm going to go put together a budget for you. <laughs> so I can Believe start me, you're not going to like that budget that we put together. <laughs> oh, no. I but, just need to manifest more money. It's yeah. going to come more in. More right. money. money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you. God wants us all to be abundant. A hundred percent. Agreed. He does so not care that we're poor. We don't have to be poor. I'm no. not making posi- decisions from a position of lack. I'm making them from a decision, a position of abundance, Phil. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I'm going to get there. All there right. you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All three of You've us. You've got a goal. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Phil, what was, what was happening in the mortgage uh, financial markets last week? Um, probably the biggest news was the Federal Reserve meeting. I believe that was Wednesday. All right. And the federal chairperson um, spoke and it wasn't good, to be honest with you. It was a very, very hawkish meaning, meaning they don't believe that they've done enough to curb inflation. Um, We're almost guaranteed two more rate hikes, Mm -hmm. potentially more than that. So for all those people that are, you know, got these huge home equity loans, that are at nine, ten percent because that's kind of the going rate. I would tell you, you better be careful. You might be better off just doing a cash out refinance. Yeah, your rate's going to probably be at seven percent. But if you blend your current first mortgage with that second mortgage, you might find out that you're better off just doing a full refinance. Okay, so when you say blend, yep. kind of define what that actually is. It's a mathematical formula where you basically determine what percentage is your first mortgage. So let's say your first mortgage is 70%. Okay. Then your second mortgage is 20%. And basically, how do you come to that number? Is you add your first mortgage and your second mortgage divided by total mortgages, and that gives you what's called a blend. Mm -hmm. Then basically, you just take that 70% times your current rate. You take that 10% times your second mortgage rate, you add the two, and then you divide it by it is what is the percentage. So let's say the percentage is 87%. That will give you what's called a blended rate. That means you're taking your first mortgage interest rate, your second mortgage interest rate, combining them as one. Because if I'm paying 4% on my first and I'm paying 
11% on my second. No, you don't have a 4% interest rate. Mm -hmm. If you blend it out, you might find out you're at 7.2%. And oh, by the way, is that home equity loan an interest-only loan where you're never paying any principal back? Right. That's where you're losing by having that big home equity. Bill, how many how many people do you suppose have home equity loans? I've seen over just the last six months a plethora of clients moving to it is a second mortgage. Okay, so they're getting a second mortgage, a new one. They're getting a new one, and it's, it's either to pay off debt, maybe to fund college, mm-hmm. or maybe it's to do remodeling of their house. Okay, so they're getting a second one, a home equity line of credit, mm-hmm. not doing a cash out refund. And the reason because they're sitting on a a two and a half, three, three and a half percent first mortgage rate, they're going, well, I'm not going to refinance to seven percent. But guess what? It really depends on the math. And it depends on the type of second mortgage you get. Okay. And I would just tell you, you know, be be cautious or careful uh, what you're getting because it could could blow up. Considering the Fed is already, like I said, hawkish, Mm -hmm. they're going to increase prime at least another half a percent, but they've said they might have to do more than that. Okay, so so this would be probably a, a call to action for folks that have been sitting around on the fence going, I'm just going to wait until it drops. And okay. what you're saying is that there's very real evidence that it's not going to in the, in the next year or so. It, right now, I can't tell you interest rates are going to drop in the next year. They're predicted to drop. But it seems like every time we think we've made two steps forward, we're taking three steps backwards. Okay, but we are. We talked last week about the. We're feeling like that we are definitely in recessionary times, and that when whenever that word is actually officially designated that we're in a recession, that mortgage rates typically follow that. And so, if we hit a recession, I know we talked last week that you think that it's going. The rates are going to get to probably six, maybe in the high fives. Mm-hmm. If that happens. Folks, you need to be prepared. You need to have all your paperwork done. You need to get ready. We need to meet. We need to get you on a plan so that you're not reacting whenever that happens. Right. So we also encourage you to be part of the show. It'd be a great way to get your question into the room. If you've been trying to figure out what's my first steps, if we want to go ahead and be prepared to do that, as Mimi just said, you can call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back with the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with my good friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Also, our friend Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage, encouraging you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Okay, we're going to be talking about the plethora of down payment assistance programs and the the benefits to different programs versus others. Uh, Phil, you told us during the break that you gave away like bag loads of money this year and free money. I've given out $325,000 year to date in down payment assistance funds. And the most I've given out to one client was $93,000. Amazing. Okay. Uh, So there are benefits to, to these different programs and, uh, sometimes they have funding and sometimes they don't. They kind of ebb and flow. Some of them are pretty consistent. So, Phil, let's start off with talking about your number one program that you'd like to, to focus on. My number one program would probably be the Minnesota Housing Program. 
And the reason I say that's the number one program is that's statewide. So you can use that program in any county here in the state of Minnesota. Now, you've really got two different types of programs. One is called Step Up. That is for an individual or a family that falls below what's called 80% AMI. That means with the Minnesota Housing Program, anybody that's on the loan, their income must be calculated to the penny. And that's based on using your your previous W-2s, your previous paycheck stubs, your year-to-date paycheck stubs. And then, of course, if you've got side jobs or you're getting money from the state, uh, some of those incomes have to be included as well. Okay. And so when, when you talk about incomes, you're talking about things like child, child support. support. Okay. Things yeah. like that. Okay. Alimony. Those types of things. So with with your with your step up program, the step up program can can net you anywhere between sixteen thousand five hundred to eighteen thousand. You have what's called DPL plus, which means if you meet specific targeting criteria, your down payment assistance could go up to eighteen grand. Now with it is the step up program, those funds are deferred meaning you do not need to pay them back until you either sell or you attempt to do a refinance. Now, if you refinance as a rate and term, meaning you're taking no cash out, you could resubordinate that second mortgage. If you're going to take cash out, more than likely Minnesota Housing is going to say, no, no, you need to pay us back your money. Okay. Now, for a family of four, the deferred step-up program in the 11-county metro area goes up to a whopping $112,000. Now, if you're a single person, though, one to two, it's only $89,000. Now, what happens if your income is greater than the 80% AMI? Well, that's where Minnesota Housing has what's called the step-up program. And under the step-up program, you don't need to be a first-time home buyer versus the startup. You have to be a first-time home buyer. So the step-up program is up to eighteen thousand. Okay. But your income, max income limit, is one hundred and eighty-five thousand seven hundred for a single person. For or a, for family. A, for a family. Okay. Of how the, many people? As many people. It's 185700 Okay. Okay. Now, keep in mind, it's only based on the number of people that are on the loan. And I'm only going to put as many people on the loan as I need mm-hmm. to help them get qualified. Okay. So that's pretty just, high compared to some oh, of those you huge. mentioned before. Before I mean, it was much lower. Yes. You know, before you could get well, any help. Considering the, the average, I think the average income right now in the United States is about 70000 Mm-hmm. Per person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is a great program. The difference is with the step-up program is you have to pay back the money to the state of Minnesota at the same interest rate that the Minnesota housing website lists for the first mortgage. Gotcha. So if if for somebody were to call me and go, well, I'm going to go call five other lenders I want to use the same program, I would tell you there's no reason to, because if that company or that mortgage person is certified, which I am, mm-hmm. to do the program, you're going to get the same 
published rate. Okay, so and the rate talk- is published on a daily basis. Gotcha. Well, let's talk about the certification program. Um, so I didn't know you had to have a special certification to do down payment assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what does that look like? Well, the, the lender has to be certified with Minnesota Housing, and then as the lender, be it myself, you have to have specific CE classes that you've taken, and if they monitor it, okay. They're wanting to see that their mortgage lenders are participating in the program. Right. Okay. Um, so this year to date, I think I've done hmm, over a dozen down payment assistance loans for clients. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the pros and cons of, for instance, this step up program. Um, so obviously the pro is that you can take the 18,000 and mm-hmm. you've got the limit of 185,700. For income, what would be a negative for somebody to say, well, I'd like to use it, but I think I'm not going to. Um, The negative would be if you've got assets and I mean, fairly good assets. Mm -hmm. Why would you understand you have to pay it back in period of 10 years? Right. That's going to make your payment that much higher Mm -hmm. using that specific program. Now, the good thing about step up is there's no max asset limitation versus step up you're under the step up program you cannot be left with any more than 15 14 15 thousand dollars in your bank accounts for how long just at the time of qualification at the time of closing so let's say you have sixty thousand dollars sitting in your checking account in order to use the step up program you would have to put forty five thousand dollars down mm-hmm and then you'd get the 16.5 to 18 grand on top of that. All right. Also, the Minnesota housing rate, all right, based on current market rate, I can probably get a better rate going with a standard conventional loan or FHA or USDA or VA. See, a lot of people don't know that I can use all the programs out there right. under the step up and start a program. They all think, oh, it's strictly conventional, or they strictly think it's only for an FHA. And some some people might think, well, that's not, be it a seller. Mm -hmm. They might not think that somebody buying their house with a down payment assistance program is as qualified as somebody else. Now, the good news on that is about a year and a half ago, Minnesota Housing came out and basically said, in a purchase contract, you cannot put down payment assistance down. It's illegal. It's discriminatory. So what ends up happening is you would write it up as an FHA loan with secondary subordinate financing. Right. All right. But you don't list Minnesota housing or the, you know, St. Louis park program or the Ramsey County program, uh, which we'll get to. Well, I think that, you know, it, it really helps, I think, to explain it why it might not be a good idea. I think when people hear, okay, I can get free money, that always sounds like a better idea, but maybe it's not. Right. And so I think that helps to be able to talk with somebody about examples of of why why it might not be good yeah, for you. Yeah, so if we yeah. could cover that a little bit more when we get back, that'd be great. We would also love to take your calls. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. 
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Hanging out with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. And of course, Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. If you have a question about mortgage or financing out there, we encourage you to do that. If you've been sitting there going, hey, I'm ready to go window shopping, it's also a great day to call. That number is 651-641-1071. And Mimi, before we get back into the subject, I know we haven't talked about what's going on over on your website and all the great ways if they want to text in if they have any questions sure, in a while. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. always text a question to 651-578-2218. You can also go to Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com to send an email. Um, You can go to ViewGreaterMinneapolisHomes.com to shop to your heart's content. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we can connect you with Mr. Phil Olson here from Cross Country Mortgage to get your pre-approval. And then we will be off to the races having fun buying a new property. Absolutely. Um, You know, Phil, I think that you said something at the last break about uh, sellers having a perception of down payment assistance being a negative, that that buyer might not be as strong as somebody who's not using that program. Let's elaborate on that a little bit. Well, I mean, um, when a listing agent and a seller looks at multiple offers, they're trying to determine what is the best offer, which one's going to close the fastest. Mm -hmm. All right. And they tend to, to go towards either your cash buyer or your conventional buyer that's putting the most amount of money down. But then again, I mean, there's there's a multitude of families out there. They're great people. They've got good credit. Just because you're using a down payment assistance program doesn't mean they have a terrible credit score. Right. Or it doesn't mean that they have a terrible job history. Or it's likely uh, that the whole deal is going to fall apart right before correct. you close. Right. It, it really so comes. How, how could a listing agent, in your opinion, from the perception of a, a loan officer, how could a loan officer or listing agent uh, sell this client to the the seller? Uh, very simple. Uh, anytime I get a purchase agreement um, or my client is going to make an offer, I always reach out and call the listing agent to talk to them about my buyer's qualifications. Yes. All right. But and, you can only say so much without written permission from your client. Like, correct. for instance, you know, a question that would obviously pop into your mind is, you know, why? Why are they using it? Don't they have any money? Or, you know, did and they I can have... easily say I can easily say, yes, they do have money, but why not utilize the funds that are being given to them at a 0% interest rate? And that positions that buyer to be a much better buyer because now they have reserves right. that that they can lean on in in a time of crisis. Yes. Instead of buying a house, for an, an instance, somebody is a conventional buyer. They're putting five percent down, and let's say it's five percent of three hundred thousand. Well, that's fifteen thousand dollars down. Then they probably have ten thousand dollars in closing costs, and let's say they have thirty thousand dollars in their bank account. By the time we're done, they're going to be left with five. In this situation, if we give them the 16 on top of that, well, five plus 16 is 21,000. That is a much better positioned mm-hmm. buyer for success in case of a job loss or a medical crisis or whatever the case may be. All right. You know, down payment assistance is not for everybody. Right. But if it makes sense, And believe me, when you talk to me, I'm going to be looking at everything. I'm going to present you all with all the different options. All right. But your, your key program is, is the Minnesota housing program, but there's other programs. Okay. And one of the, one of the things I'd like to highlight here real quickly is the Ramsey County program. 
Now, currently it's suspended. Okay. It's supposed to start back up here in, in September. And why did it get suspended? Because they got too many applications. And then the person that was working in that one department, she resigned to take another job. Oh, so okay. it's mm-hmm. coming back. There's two aspects of the Ramsey County program. First time home buyer program can get up to $20,000. If you're a first generational buyer, meaning your parents have never owned a home, at any point in time in the United States. And let's say your parents came from, let's just use Tibet. Okay. And they've been living here. You were you were born. You've lived here. But mom and dad have rented their whole life. Mm-hmm. And maybe they normally say first generational people. It's difficult on them to pick up the language. Right. So a lot of those people may not have never bought a house. Right. As a first-generational buyer, you can get up to $93,000. That is at a 0% interest rate. It is deferred for 20 years. Is that only in Ramsey? This is a That's Ramsey, Ramsey County, County okay. program. And it's not for St. Paul okay. or North St. Paul. Okay. So it's all the cities in Ramsey County. Now, the AMI, area median income, is different than the state of Minnesota's. Okay. For instance, a family of four, you can all go all the way up to one hundred and twenty-four thousand nine hundred, and that's that's how much they make. Now, is that right? Is that correct? right? Correct. Now, the difference between the Minnesota Housing and the Ramsey County program, though, is that's family income. Okay. For every person that lives in that house, we have to quantify what their income is. Okay. Now, for a single person. You have to go with the eighty percent AMI, which is sixty six thousand three hundred. Okay, so you can't make more than that. Can't make more than that. Now it goes up to seventy five with two people, eighty five for three. But once you hit four, you go to a one hundred percent AMI. Okay. All right. So that's really kind of the clients that I'm looking for is a family of three or more. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a family of one or two. It's tight. It's tight because mm-hmm. if they're both working and they both make 40000 which is not a lot of money no, at all, not. they're they're automatically over. Mm-hmm. Let's, now, let's just qualify something here. When you say first generation, never owned a home, mm-hmm. are you talking about the, the people who first arrived in the United States or are you talking about their children? Let's say we have a family of two. They are refugees. They came from Africa. They came here into the United States. They got their green card. Mom and dad are either deceased over in Africa or still live in Africa. That would be considered first generational. Okay. Mom and dad have never owned a home in the United States. That's the key. Okay. But 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 the question was, are you talking about the people who arrived in the United States? Are you talking about their offspring? Can be both. Either can be both. Mm-hmm. It can okay, be both. Perfect. The key is: is did your parents ever own a home in the United States? Okay, so the the that's that was great. That really helped to clarify that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what is the maximum that they can uh, a maximum purchase price of a house that they could? There's a maximum purchase price. I believe the number, and I'm going to be close. I'm going off the top of my head, $372,400. And the max down payment is 25% of the purchase price. 
So you would get 93,100 at the max of 372,400 with the understanding if your realtor shows you a $400,000 home and you go, well, I can put $25,000 down. Uh-uh. Okay. No. The max purchase price is 372,400. Okay. Now, you got to understand there are multitudes and right now I've got 23 down payment assistance programs and I would tell you 95% of them are in the 11 county metro area. Okay. Even though Rochester has a program, Duluth has a program, if I were to say where is most of these programs, they're here in the Twin Cities. Okay. Okay. All right, Phil. So why? I mean, you may not know the answer to this, and you know, I'm why questions always flying around in my head. But why not allow St. Paul and North St. Paul? Why were I they have excluded? no clue why they they excluded those. Hmm. Have no clue. That's very strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because I mean, you know, North St. Paul, you got right up there next to Maplewood, so Maplewood would work. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Maplewood works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's uh, interesting. You think yeah. you'd want people in St. Paul? Yeah, yeah. Roseville, yeah. great community. Wonderful. This pro this program works for Roseville. It Roseville works, often work, gets, wins all those awards here gets, in the gets, Twin gets, Cities. Gets gets you can use this program as a first time home buyer. Let's say mom and dad have owned a home. Mm-hmm. I could still get you twenty thousand dollars. Okay, so let me ask you this question because we love stacking. Yeah, yes. um, ninety three thousand. Can you stack anything with that? You can. Oh, you yeah. can stack this program on top of the Minnesota housing. Ah. And guess what? Now I could get you over a hundred thousand dollars. All right. Most programs, I would say ninety five percent of them allow for what we call layering. Yes. I think the consumer thinks of the word stacking. stacking. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, now guess what? Woodbury, they got a great program. Max and, is $30,000. And who would ever thought, think Woodbury would, would right. have a down payment assistance? Okay, so let's and there's hear no, about it. there's no AMI. There's no AMI. And that is? Area median income, with which we've been talking to. So there's no graph that says, but there is an income limit. The maximum income limit is $146,000. You could be single, you could be two people, you could be a three-person family. As long as your income doesn't go above 146, do they have a maximum purchase price? Yes, they do. 419000 And then they've broken it out as to if you're a first-generational buyer, mm-hmm. your interest rate is 0%. If you're not a first-generational buyer, your interest rate is 3% on the second, interest only. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. So 419000 in Woodbury. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else is, is layerable, stackable for that program? You, know, you could stack that program on top of Minnesota housing. And, and the, the key issue, though, to keep in, in mind is what you make and whether, you're, whether the program is an keep AMI in mind. program. Now, keep in mind, if I'm stacking, I'm not just going off of one program. I have to combine both programs, and the borrower must meet the criteria for both programs. Okay. okay. Let's just say, uh, what what could a buyer do to mess up if they're in the middle of this, this oh. down payment assistance? What can they do to uh, oh, mess up and can, get kicked they, out? Guess what? They can mess up. I had one that just messed up. Oh, that's oh no. They took a new job, and the job paid more. Understand this is an income program. 
you decide to become self-employed on the side, you decide to be an Uber driver, you decide, uh, oh, by the way, you get money given to you in a wedding. Okay. That's, that's terrible. That's, that's income. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Yeah, it's income. That's terrible. Okay. Well, folks, we're going to continue talking about these really exciting uh, and great opportunity down payment assistance programs when we come back. You can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. It's me. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon. Happy to be hanging out with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Groups and Remax Results. Also with Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. We encourage you to be part of the show. So, Mimi, Phil, is it okay if we just start with this call? We have somebody that's been waiting for us for a little bit. Absolutely. So we appreciate it. And thank you so much for your patience. We appreciate you calling us at 651-641-1071. And what is your question for Mimi and Phil? Well, my question is probably more for Phil, but I'm curious as to how long some of these programs want you to live in the certain cities or counties that they're giving you assistance with. There's no limitation. You could live in you could live in the house for three years. The difference, like the first generational program at ninety three thousand, that steps down five percent annually, meaning you get to keep that money, 5%. But with the Minnesota Housing Program, you could live there for four years, sell the house, keep your equity, but you'd still have to pay back the second mortgage to to Minnesota Housing. Okay. All right. That that makes sense then. Because I know they used to have similar programs for inner cities where you had to uh, lock into living there for five years or 10 years or whatever. None of the programs I have have a limitation. The only program I know that has a limitation right now is the Brooklyn Center program. You must either live in Brooklyn Center or it is work in Brooklyn Center in order to part, part, participate in that specific program. Awesome. Well, thank you, Phil. I appreciate that info. You're very welcome. I'd love to help you. Thanks. Thanks for I calling. So many options out there that we just don't always know because I couldn't just Google this and go, how many options do I have, right? It'd be really hard to find all of this if I was trying to just DIY it myself. Believe it a lot. A lot of this information is embedded mm-hmm. in the Internet, but unless you know how to search for it, right. you won't find it. Well, gotcha. I think, too, it's it's complicated. Um, you know, I think you, you do need somebody who's an expert, who's had training that can explain it to you so that you really fully understand. I think that these are the kind of things where back in the day weren't explained very well. Right. And then when people went to sell, they were shocked that they had to pay stuff back. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and I so I think that there have been improvements like that. But I think it's also important to work with an expert like Phil, who's going to make make sure that you're explained the right way up front so that you know what to expect when you do sell. I can't tell you the multitude of borrowers that I've been getting here over the last couple months where they talked with a bank or a credit union and their first words out of their mouth was, well, yeah, they offered me Minnesota housing. Oh, there's a lot more than that out right. there, folks. Or the person that they talked to basically said, well, we don't either do this program or you don't qualify for the program. Okay. Believe me, I can find programs to, to help you. Phil, how hard is it to stack two different down payment assistance programs as a loan officer? Probably one of your most complicated loans there are. Okay, so so this is not something and the, and that's the hand easy. Holding, the hand-holding that has to be done and the documentation that has to be done is, is I'm going to say, uh, is a lot, okay? Plus, there's a bunch of paperwork that has to be filled out. 
one of the things I do for my clients is I fill out the paperwork for you. You just have to sign it and you have to acknowledge what I've put on the paperwork is correct. Okay. So how could a loan officer um, blow up a deal for somebody who, let's just say you've got a new loan officer mm-hmm. and they're going to try this. Okay. So let's just say that they've done one maybe before. I like with, the way you said that. They're going to try this. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what it comes down to is it comes down to it is understanding the programs inside and out. Understand who you're working with at the county level, the state level, or the city level. But the key is the attention to detail. And the attention to detail, You that, that loan officer needs to take it up to the umpteenth. Okay. Because you have to look at everything. Okay, so Phil... Let's just say that you're in the middle of a, an application for down payment assistance mm-hmm. and, and you are going to stack two programs. Mm-hmm. Who who do you have to reach out to as a loan officer? Are you having interaction with department heads in mm-hmm. these programs? So you're you're having to make contact with different different people for different reasons throughout the whole process. I don't assume anything. I get them qualified. I look at everything and then I call the programs back up to make sure that they have funds available. Mm -hmm. I ask the following question. Have you changed any of your guidelines that are not listed through your website? All right. I quantify everything up front before I say, okay, client, we're ready to go. I need you to take these two classes. I need you to take this one class with the understanding. I don't know when you're going to find this house. Okay. And just because I've got you pre-approved here today doesn't mean our legwork of the documentation has ended. Okay. Because maybe it's four or five months from now where you get an offer accepted. And guess what? Now I need to get all brand new paycheck stubs. And guess what? It's not 30 days. It's 60 days. Okay, Okay, Phil. So is there a chance that somebody can apply for a down payment assistance program and being in the middle of it and then the funds run out? Yes. Okay, so that is possible. So, you know, you could get kicked out of that deal. If it's the Minnesota housing program, there's always money. But if you're going with a city or county program, understand their funds come and go. All right. And I will tell you, working with the city and county level uh, employees, they're great, but they have other jobs. So the key is, is that loan officer needs to be on top of this file and monitor it through the process. Otherwise, it will not close on time. Okay, so is there a way for the consumer the buyer uh, to be able to also monitor that on their own. Are you able to look at the website, let's just say for Woodbury mm-hmm. and say, okay, Woodbury's only got $2 million left. Yeah. And so there's a way to yeah, monitor guess that. What? The St. Paul, there was a St. Paul program that was given out 20 to $30,000. It started here like in April and in July they suspended it because they had, and, and guess what? If you go to the website, it will say the program is currently suspended at this time. Okay, so what? What? So you're not locked into those funds. You could be shopping, and you finally find the the one, and it could go away, and it mm. could go away. Okay, the, I mean the, key, to- the 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 key here, here is if you want this free money, and we're using it from a city or county level. All right, you need to be a buyer. Okay. You need to be a buyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to be in the game. And here's what being a buyer really means. Okay, we being a really serious buyer means that 
you are actively participating. Yes. You are monitoring your MLS portal that your agent is setting you up on. You're requesting to see homes. You're not just sitting back and, and waiting. And when an opportunity comes, you need to be, be ready to go with Mibi to go look at that house same day. And guess what? Make an offer same day. Yes. It's not, well, let me think about it. Mm-hmm. Because in this market, when you think about a house, Next, within an hour or two hours later, the house is already sold. Right. I mean, you know, there's just, we can tell when when somebody is serious, you you just have a different type of aggression about you. Um, Phil, we've got 30 seconds for you to give us what Edina program is. The Edina program is a max up to $60,000 in down payment assistance. Uh, They do have a first generational add-on of an additional 15 grand. The maximum income, they do not have an AMI schedule. They just say that the max family income is 117, but they also have a maximum asset. Okay. Folks, if you've got real estate or mortgage questions, we encourage you to email Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com or text your questions to 651-578-2218. Or you can reach me at 651-238-6748. Would love to help you. We also want to remind you, you can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website. Just go to mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword, Red Hot.